Hello, and welcome to our Two Dozy Broads podcast for April 2023. Da da da. Da da da. The Don is still producing these silly things. Why, we don't know. <laughs> actually, it's blackmail, but we won't talk about that. Gary has actually become an occasional speaker in the in the podcast. Oh, no. And well, Blaze is beautiful, but she is not here today as we are we are coming from Minneapolis. There you are. So I'm Linda Strochane of the Mercury Academy. And I'm Sandy Kleppel from Gemological Esoterica. And last month we regaled you with a few odd, odd various yes, stories yes, from our did. checkered past. Past uh, and what surprised us most is that we received more comments on that podcast than any we had received in several years' worth of podcasting. So why ruin a good thing? This month we have decided to tell a few more stories from our very silly pasts. So, Linda, why not start us out today? Why not? Why not? Oh, anyway... I just, my, my story is very plaintive and, 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 and slightly sad and wretched. It wasn't easy becoming a ceremonial magician living in my parents' house on the east side of St. Paul. Uh, not with a mother who had a line of intuition on her palm that ran like a gut up <laughs> through her whole hand. And she could, even if she didn't, she didn't smell that I was lighting a candle. She just sensed that something was going on. Uh, I've got to set the scene for you here. My room at home in the mid-70s. Lovely room, sheer curtains, light lilac walls, my horse statue collection on one wall, tarot, palmistry, and magic collection starting out building on the other wall, dusty rose carpet and it was then after watching all of these movies about ceremonial magic that i learned my first magical lesson the esoteric lesson of it isn't about how it looks it's a mind <laughs> thing i was i was doing a ritual and i only ha i had very limited space of course and there was basically this little little kind of runway next to the wall of uh, and and between the bed and the wall and so there I was and I had the candle going and I had everything going and everything was working out well and suddenly there's <laughs> I knew who that was and I thought oh! <coughs> and so and and I didn't say come in I said wait I was in the middle of something so right. I had to hurry and finish it in my head and I accidentally kicked the candle over <laughs> and onto the carpeting onto the carpeting oh, no. but there was a god was good and the magi you know, magician's central was good it it the the wax pooled and oh, it just okay. pooled into that so the flame went out immediately okay because it was a very low can I didn't have the no, huge you didn't. Yeah, you tapers. didn't have the three-foot one. I yeah. had I had very little oh, things funny. at that point in time. And so she came in and <laughs> like a like an like a bird dog with those beady <laughs> eyes came right around the bed and said, "What are you doing?" <laughs> and I said, "Nothing. I'm <laughs> meditating." Cuz what do you do? What do you say? I wasn't going to tell her the truth. She said, we should probably put you in analysis. Maybe you need help. Maybe you should be put away. <laughs> and I thought, oh, God. And she, she said, and then you'll burn the house down. 
and we'll all be dead. And I said, but it's out. Well, look, look, it's the carpet is all, you know, it's got the, all oh, the yeah, there's, wax. Yeah, there's wax. The wax yeah. and all of that. And she said, God, and you've ruined the carpet. Well, it was an old piece of carpet because well, yeah, they didn't put right. the good carpet in the kids' rooms. No. Not, not in our world. No. That wasn't the point. The point was I was doing something that scared her sideways. Uh-huh. And she knew I was doing something that scared her sideways, but she had no way of knowing quite what it was. Mm. All she knew was that when I started working in that esoteric bookstore, I got really, really weird. <laughs> well, I'd always been weird, except that back then I was going to be a school teacher. Right. So it would be a weird school teacher. Now I was going to be a what? What job do you get as a ceremonial magician? <laughs> well, if you're if you're a good one, meaning like on the good side and oh, white yeah. magic yeah. and all of that, it takes a lot longer because yes. you're not selling your soul to anybody. You're growing your. That's soul. right. That's right. But uh, she didn't uh, she didn't appreciate those piquant little differences. Oh, funny. And we never talked about it after that. But there was a look she'd get, <laughs> and I'd look at her and I'd say. The rubber band face? Oh, it wasn't. It was this whole other. Ah. The rubber band face was when she was upset, but it was a, re- a normal thing. Oh, okay. This was a whole special look. And I'd look at her and I'd say, I don't do anything with candles anymore. Oh. For, as long as I still lived in the house. That's that's when I really got good at visualization. Because mm-hmm. I'd take out the candle and I'd light it in my mind. <laughs> Because I figured, she can't tell me to turn that off. And if she does, then she's going to sound squirrelier than I am. And there then she go. needs yeah. the analysis. That's right. But Was this before or after your analysis, by the way? This was after. Oh, okay. So she threatened to put you in again. Well, no, like real, you know, deep no, stuff. No, I know. Medi- but I'm, yes. Not a psychologist, a psychiatrist. Yes, yes. But, uh, but no, oh, it, it was... And it, that's that's when I realized that it's wonderful, like in the Christopher Lee movie, The Devil Rides Out, where you have this room and you can draw what you want. Oh, yeah. How beautiful that is. But all you need, especially if you grew up in the east side of St. Paul, and it was the <laughs> mid-1970s, and everything was, are you on drugs? I wasn't on anything, except I was really interested in this stuff. And to her credit, she adjusted over the years. Oh, okay. But that was that was our first real butting heads on this, and I I did eventually get the uh, the wax out of the carpet, <laughs> but she if I was in the bedroom studying because the bed was my right workspace. oh no yeah I remember what your bedroom looked like yeah. she'd go around the corner and she'd just look oh and she'd look at me, and I'd look at her and she'd walk away point mm-hmm. made but that was how it was in our family it nobody did anything to anybody you just looked you just looked it was it was a it was like a silent movie mm-hmm. with without a lot of action but a whole lot of look <laughs> oh, and that is is my story of of starting out in in this line of work and so young my young any young who are doing this now if they, they probably, in many respects, have it a lot easier mm-hmm. or a lot harder, depending on where they live. Yeah, what they're doing. But there's a lot more mainstream acceptance of certain Very things true. than yes. there was in 1976. So. There we go. Yeah. Yep. So, what so you... <laughs> well, we do. Well, we do have some unusual stories. We have. So I guess it's my turn to tell yes, one or is. two. Uh, one aside before I start my stories, I would tell I would always tell 
family stories to family members when my mother was alive. Normally that would either be uh, receptions at weddings or at funerals. <laughs> I bet you were popular with your mother when you did that. <laughs> I was. She always, like your mother would look, my mother would make sure she was around. Um, she would get really upset with me and I would say to her, what part of the story wasn't true? And she, her reply was always, it's all true, but you have too much fun telling the naughty parts. <laughs> And so now you know my secret. I have way too much fun with the parts most people would rather keep quiet. Oh, so God, I can just I've, see you doing that. Oh, God. You probably said. I, I know, I'm sure I sat in on it. One we were the, at a lot of the same funerals. Oh, one of the big ones was my was Uncle Bob's. Yeah. And I was telling stories to uh, Ed's girls. And my mother was yeah. sitting there and she yelled at me after she took me aside and yelled at me. And it was like, well, what part wasn't true? It was all true. You're just having too much fun telling them. I was like, okay, fine, whatever. You were supposed to have this little tear coming down. Yeah. Or a and, catch in your voice. Or as my mother used to say, you don't tell stories like that. But it, <laughs> I, when we grew up, you didn't tell anything about no, anything. No, no. I like now where you just my say. Cousin, my cousin Dave shot himself uh, with a shotgun somewhere in the 90s I don't remember mm -hmm. when and my mother called me up I was working at the office and yeah. she called me up and she said your cousin Dave shot himself and he's still alive don't tell anyone and I'm sitting there and I get off the phone and I'm on the one side of the office and I go yeah. guess what my cousin Dave just shot himself with a shotgun and he's still alive and I'm not supposed to tell and, anyone and, and, and Jan came out of the office and her husband was a cop yeah. And she said, obviously, he didn't put it in his mouth. He put it under his chin. And the whole <laughs> office got going. It was so weird. It was just. Yeah, well, in its own weird way, that is therapy. Yes. Because yes. if you can take a tragic time. Yep. And you can find some weird humor in yeah. it. It, it is what helps get you through, as opposed to, like, being Queen Victoria and carrying mourning through yeah. everything. But that was that was how it was, and uh, yeah. so so one of my stories being is we're kind of on a Lorraine kick. <laughs> I'm kind of changing up what we we're going to do today. My my the Lorraine kick thing is, our house not the whole yard but the the house is basically sealed up from all spirits entities blah 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 blah. Anyway, yes, we've had much help over the years, and there are times when I need to channel one of my parents, mm -hmm. and in that case we have a temporary truce where you can come in you, <laughs> you can come in, in for for a very short that was like when i wanted to learn how to knit right um i i went and i opened up a little portal and i said and i said ma i need you to show me how to how to knit yeah. because my mother had a very unusual way of knitting opposed to with anybody else and i knew it was her as soon as i figured out how to cast on and how to knit because it was her knitting right and don has had times when he's had to, he's had to talk to lloyd my that was my dad and you would come upstairs and you would say, I need to talk to Lloyd. You've done it before. And he'll stand behind my chair and he'll say, I need to talk to Lloyd. And I'll take a few deep breaths and you'll ask whatever it was that you wanted to ask. And I will answer you or Lloyd will answer. Right, right. So there are times when the house. You give him a pass. Yes, you give him a pass, a very short term pass. <laughs> Very, very a, a hall pass, <laughs> you, shall we say? You, you, you may sure use the restroom. Leave. You may use the restroom and go back to class. <laughs> so anyway, but the one time my mother figured out how to get in, um, uh, it was a Friday night. 
I had a phone call from a customer who, she lived in Hudson. She'd never been in before. And she brought her, must have been three, three and a half year old daughter. And she was shopping. And if you're familiar with my desk, it's an L-shaped desk. And it's normal desk height. And this little girl, three-year-old, she walks in. And she puts her both hands on the desk. Mm -hmm. And she looks at me. She doesn't say hello or anything else. (laughs) She looks at me and she says, pants. And I lost it because my mother and my mother had been dead already, just to let you know. Several years. Several years. And this little girl says pants. Now, my mother at the end said two words regularly. Uh One was pants because she always wanted new pants. Yes. Always. And the other was things. She would call me up and, and she would say, I need I need stuff. And I'd go, what kind of stuff? things you know what i'm saying you know what anyway so this little girl walks up puts both hands on the desk looks at me and she goes pants and i get this big smile on my face and i go hello lorraine oh and she got this big grin on her face yeah and i knew she had found a way in with this little child and the woman bought a couple of things i never heard from her again Mm -hmm. i never heard but it was Ma's way yeah. of saying, I found a way in. Nah, 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 nah. And that was... That would do it. That was that would do it. So then the other story that we, we are a joint story now today. Yes, we are a joint story. Yes, go ahead. Well, we, we had a family, uh, I guess you'd call it the, the family farm. Yep. We were all a part of. Our great aunt. Uh, Vi had this farm, and she still had had dairy cows. And when we were kids, we'd all go up there and be hooligans and, and awful right. things. And we would just, as a group of cousins, run off. Right. God knows where we were. My mother, every time we went up there, she'd she'd look at me, and she'd say, she'd say, I hope you'll be good. It was like the last time she was going to see us. Because we were going off where there was a waterfall and all this stuff. Oh, there's all kinds of fun stuff. Oh God, yeah. And the 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 uh, the daughters, meaning your mother and the two aunties, were stuck with Vi doing her bidding. Vi was maybe five feet and about eight and a half pounds, soaking wet, with deep, boring blue eyes. They bore right through you. And my mother was not a, a. a handy woman in the kitchen. She no. could do things, but she wasn't handy. And so she and one of my dad's cousins uh, were were relegated outside. They were sitting outside on the lawn chairs, and they were given a big bowl of peaches and two paring knives. And Vi said, peel these. Not will you peel these, but peel these. And so... Mummy's sitting with her cigarette, and the other woman's sitting with her cigarette, and they got a little ashtray between them, and they've got each a peach, and they start just peeling a peach right. like you would, and Vi comes out, and she stands there and looks at him, and she said, "You're not peeling that peach right. You're losing all of the all of the flesh." Mm-hmm. And so this here's Vi, and she takes this and, and the paring knife, and it was actually. It, it, it was a very sharp knife. Oh, yes, As yes. opposed to some of the knives yes. up there where you're better off gnawing things apart. I swear to God, she shaved yep. the peach. And she said, 
this is how you do it. And she did it basically one-handed and all mm -hmm. that kind of stuff. This is how you do it. And gave it back to my mother and went back in the house. Slam goes the screen door. It's amazing that screen door Could left. slam as loud as it did, too. After all those years. And my mother looked. She said, I looked at this, the, the other woman. She said, I looked at her. And the line for the rest of the thing was, you know, you're you're not peeling that peach right. And they'd start to laugh. Mommy said, <laughs> I almost wet my pants. She said, there was nothing else to do because it was ridiculous. And it's, you know, oh, oh you're, you're, you're taking too much of that peach. Oh, and they'd go back and forth yeah. because it was ridiculous. Now, I always felt sad for the, the aunties who were stuck in the house with Vi because she basically helped raise those girls, she and her yes. twin sister, Nani. Yeah. And they ran those girls, and they were girls. They were always girls, and they were always in one way. They, they, they never really got uh, applause for what they did. My mother got an apology, though, in later years. Because, well, that's good. Um, when Vi came down, when Grandpa had a heart attack, uh, Vi came down to run the house. Mm -hmm. And yeah. she ran my mother ragged because, of course, the older one could go off, the older daughter could go off and do whatever the, anyway. Well, it was easier because your mother would stay there and do it as yes. opposed to trying to chase the other yeah. one around. And yeah, and she ran my mother ragged. And in later years, when my mother would go up with me to the farm, mm -hmm. she actually got an apology from Vi. She, she oh, said, I'm good. so sorry. I was way too hard on you. You had way too much thrust on you. Yeah. And she actually apologized to my mother in later years. Well, and that's so good. when my mother went up, my mother didn't get crap from her like everybody else did. Yeah, but I, I remember watching and standing in the corner of the kitchen, and even the older one, oh, all yeah. three of them, yep. were, were running yeah. to do the bidding of these tiny yeah. women. They they looked, they, neither none of the three aunties were that tall, No, but they looked down on these, these two little yeah. women yeah. and do everything that these women but, said it was but now there's a, the rest of the story the rest, the rest of, of the, the story. story is about seven or eight years ago we you and i took a group of customers and students up to the farm yes. which is now which is now a park yes it is and now we're a park now we're a park we are officially a park Yay. and we were pointing out where the ley lines were and this and that and the arbor of death. The arbor of death, where Linda almost was killed by a hummingbird, and um, God, <laughs> well, that one was funny. Savaged by a savaged by a hummingbird. It's like a Monty Python story. Yeah. So anyway, what ended up happening is we wanted to show that you could summon the dead, <laughs> and I brought up an apple and I brought up a paring knife. Right. Actually, it might have been just a pocket knife I carry. Who even knows? But anyway, yeah. so we went and we said we're going to summon we're going to summon the aunties. And if you've, now I had an apple instead of a peach. Peaches were out of season. I wasn't going to worry about it. We stood over by where the house was. The whole mm -hmm. group stood around and we said, would anybody like to be the summoner? Yeah. And we had this one student at the time um, who is no longer with us. And it's not because, I don't know where she is. She could be, I don't know where she is. But anyway. She just left. She left. So maybe shortly, the, maybe shortly the aunties after, issued an invitation. Shortly after that, she left. <laughs> so she said she wanted to do it. So we handed her the apple and we handed her the, the knife and we said, and we said, just take and peel it badly. Exactly. And she peeled it. She peeled it badly. Yes. And within a minute, 
they were both, especially Nani or Abai was there. Yeah. And and you could just you could the energy changed and everything changed. The wind came from a different direction. Yes. And it got Every, cold. It yeah. got really cold in that particular area. Yeah. It was. It was very interesting. And all these people who were interested, but yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. All oh scared the crap out of them. It became very quiet. Yes. But anyway, so you can you can summon you can you can do ceremonial magic and summon whatever and we can summon the dead and we can do all kinds of things. But anyway, peeling fruit badly. By peeling fruit badly. So that was the peeling fruit badly story. The producer is looking at us like we've gone over time, so I suppose we have to we have to be good good girls now. Is, do we really? No, we never are. If you would have seen how we started this. Um Anyway, so now we do want to let you in on something we're going to try. Yes. We have decided to have a live audience for our June taping. It's alive. It's which alive. is always better than a dead audience and a lot less Oh, I messy. don't know. I still, jury's still out for me. Yeah. So if you're interested in attending. And being on, a live audience. On, attending a live audience on Saturday, May 27th, 2023. Contact us, and you guys know how to get a hold of us. We will only peeling fruit badly. Peel fruit badly. That'll get a hold. Well, actually, we won't care. But <laughs> we will only be able to take a few people. So please don't be upset if you're not chosen. That means, of course, that anybody would actually want to be a part of our podcast. Many are called, but few are but chosen. But few even give a anyway. Rat's ass. <laughs> I, I really have to be careful to not swear on these things. If any of you know me, you know that my favorite word is the F word, and I have to be so careful. You know on many. These. Words. I know many, many words. But anyway, after that, I think we should end it. Yes. And you are, I guess I'm Sandy, and who are you? I am I'm you? Linda Strochane of the Mercury Academy. And we remain and two, two dozy, dozy broads. broads. Goodbye.